I'd like to share with you, uh, just as we begin, a few more words of Jesus. It's not the main text, but I, I want to share with this with you. It comes out of Matthew 18. Jesus said, And anyone who welcomes a child like this on my behalf is welcoming me. But if you cause one of these little ones who trusts in me to fall into sin, it would be better for you to have a large millstone tied around your neck and be drowned in the depths of the sea. God really cares about kids. Like, I mean, he really cares about kids. This is the guy that you see in the paintings, you know, the meek little ghostly white guy. That's not really him, by the way. But these are his words. He really cares about kids. So what can we do? Well, here's one thing that we can do. Life is messy. Life is really messy, right? And because life is so messy, we can find ourselves wanting to draw up walls, wanting to keep the mess out there. You know what? Jesus could have done that. Jesus lived in heaven where everything is perfect. And he looked down upon us and he saw a mess, every one of us. But you know what Jesus did? Jesus said, I'm not going to stay up here. I could. He had every right to do it. But he said, I don't want to do that. I want to enter in. Why? Because he knew he could make a difference. Let me tell you something. You in and of yourself, you can't make a difference. But you with the power of the Holy Spirit, you can make an eternal difference. What's required of you? What's required of you is to say yes to the Lord. Lord, what do you want to do in me? How do you want to use me? Jesus said, Father, how do you want to use me? The words were shared, we were talking about at the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus saw what it was, he was up against. It was ugly. He knew it. He saw it. And he said, Father, I, I don't want to do this. But if you want me to do this, then Lord, I say yes. And he entered in. And because of that, you and me can be cleansed. Because I got news for you. Every one of us is a mess. You thought your life was the only mess. Maybe you're sitting in here today and you're like, man, it is so bad. Let me tell you something. You're not that special. <laughs> we are all a mess. Every one of us. But Jesus said yes to the mess. <laughs> he said yes and he entered in. And because of what he did, every one of us is able to be cleansed. But maybe you know that. But you know what? Not everybody knows that. And especially kids. Kids don't necessarily know that. How can they know that? By hearing the words, yes. But you know what? It takes more than words. You know what's made a difference in my life? Examples. I heard a lot of words from dead religion that really didn't make a difference. It was the examples of people that I saw that Jesus was truly living through. That's what really changed my life. And that's what God has called you to. Every one of us. This idea that uh, certain things are the preacher's job or, or you know the whatever's job. No, no, no. God's called all of us, as Janae said, God's called all of us to disciple. What does that mean? It means we say yes to the Lord. And what's he going to call us to? I don't know. Don't go after things he's not calling you to. You, you'll get overwhelmed. 
but it does mean saying yes to the Lord. I shared with you uh, before, but I just want to—I want to say it again. You know, it wasn't long ago that Nikki and I—we we, just—we went on a prayer retreat, and and we we felt like um, we wanted to open ourselves up for God to do more in us than He was presently. You know, we, we felt we were kind of going along, and, and there was just something in us that said, God, we have this sense that you want to do more. We don't know what that is. And so all we did was just say, Lord, we're open. And then a few weeks later, He brings something that we literally had not thought of. It's not even on our minds. We're not chasing something. We're chasing Jesus. And in chasing Jesus, we're saying, Lord, we're open. And then you know what he did? He brought something. And he said, here's what I want you to do. I can't fix it all. You can't fix it all. Uh, You can look around you and you can say, oh, you know, this is overwhelming. You're not called to fix it all. What you are called to do is to say yes to the Lord. The scripture I want to look at this morning is in Proverbs. It's a short verse. Proverbs 14, 4. It's a short one, but a good one. It simply says this. It says, without oxen, a stable stays clean. But you need a strong ox for a large harvest. What's that talking about? Well, if you've ever been around animals... Animals are messy. If you talk to Dr. John or Dr. April very long, they will eventually mention poop just in the conversation with you. Animals are messy. But what the scripture is talking about here is that it takes the strength of that ox in order to have the harvest you need in order to experience life. Do you see that? But now here's the temptation. The ox is also a lot of work. Uh, If you come to my house, I will take you out to the horse stalls or I will take you out to the barn where the cows gather and you will need mud boots. It doesn't matter if it's dry out. You still need mud boots because it is a mess. And so you can find yourself saying, this is such a mess. You know what? Life would be simpler if I didn't have all of this. You know, I could have a a cleaner life if I get this out of my life. And you know what? We can do that with people sometimes. Have you ever noticed that it's not just animals, but people are messy too? And so sometimes what we can do is we can look for ways to kind of stiff arm people and and kind of keep people at a distance, you know? We can create nice little church services where the kids are far away, you know? And you don't have to hear any yelling or screaming or or anything like that. And, you know, it just makes your your life so nice and and neat. You know, it wasn't long ago that... um, I was serving here and and serving as a pastor, and my life was nice and neat, but I really felt like God was saying, I want to get you out of these walls, but God is messy out there, and you know what? It's messy out there. It's messy, but here's what the Lord has shown me. The Lord has shown me that when I am willing to enter the mess, when he says to, what I find is life. Because it's in the middle of 
of, of laying our lives down like Jesus did. And, and it's not going out and trying to cure everybody or anything like that. It's simply being willing to enter in and be used of the Lord the way that He says. And if you do that, are you going to get a little messy? Yeah, you're going to get a little messy. You know, I think about life before we had kids. And our life was nice and neat. I, I think about, um, you know, when I was young, I used to love to keep uh, my vehicle nice and clean, you know, like the inside was clean, the outside was clean. And as I thought about life later on, I had all these images and all the images uh, uh, contained things that were all clean and neat, you know, like the house, everything's new, everything's always clean. And that's just how you, you live your life. And, and that's the pictures we see in magazines and TV, right? We, we see these nice, neat pictures and we think, yeah, that's, that's what I want. And when we think of heaven and we hear things like streets of gold and so on, I mean, we don't picture manure, right? We just picture everything nice and neat. And so sometimes we want to go after that now. And we want to create that nice, neat picture. Uh, you know, where the lawn's manicured and everything's perfect. But here's what I've found. What I've found is when I focus on those things, first of all, i got to get rid of my kids. Because they make a mess. So i got to get them out of my life. I won't say anything about my wife. She's really neat. <laughs> But here's the problem. What happens is, is when we get focused on that, we end up having to push people away. We push kids away. We push people away. And what happens with that is we stop experiencing life. You see, if you get rid of the ox, for a while you don't have to clean up the messes. But eventually harvest time comes. And guess what? You don't have any crops in the field to go harvest because you didn't plant anything because you wanted to keep your life nice and neat. And so what's the result? The result is no fruit. God has called you to produce fruit. Now again, you don't produce it. It's the Lord. But what you do is you say, God, I'm your vessel. Use me. There was a parable that Jesus uh, shared where he talked about giving his servants um, talents, resources. All right. These are his resources. He gives them and he says, okay, go out and do something with them. And then the first one goes out and, and he doubles it. And, and the Lord says, well done. I, I'm going to give you more. And the next one comes, same thing, doubled it. But the third one comes and said, oh, Lord, I was just so scared. I didn't want to lose this. I buried it. And the Lord said, you wicked servant, take it away from him. Throw him into outer darkness. Here's the deal. You have been given the resources of heaven if you know Jesus. You have the resources of heaven. It's not up to you. You have the resources of heaven. Anything that God calls you to, not anything you chase after, anything that God calls you to, you have the resources to accomplish whatever it is. So when God calls you into something, you can walk into with confidence. Even if it's bigger than you, that's okay. Because what that does is it gives God an opportunity to work. But God's called every one of us to it. But here's the deal. It means entering into a mess. God never said, I'm going to produce fruit in your life, but I'm going to do it without 
you getting messy. Never did he say that. It means entering in. But what I want to say to you is, life is in the mess. Now, I'll be honest with you. I still like a little cleanliness. Sometimes, in order to restore sanity, when the kids are gone, I'll go through and start straightening the house. Why? Because it makes me feel good for just a moment, just to have some things straightened. So I'm not saying that you purposely make things messy. You don't need to do that. But what I'm saying is, don't be fearful of it. Because with life, like the ox, comes a mess. But with the mess comes fruit. So here's the question. What mess is the Lord asking you to be brave enough to enter into that you're scared of? And you know what it is, most of you, whatever it is. There's something that the Lord's saying, child, walk with me here. And you're saying, ah, but Lord, I've never done that before. I don't know what's involved there. That looks scary. That looks messy. I've seen other people get hurt walking into that. Or I've had a similar situation where I walked into something like that, Lord, and it didn't feel good. And I, I have vowed from that day on to stay far, far away. Well, you know what? There is nothing that you can't do if God's calling you to through Him. There is nothing that He can't accomplish through you. And He wants you to enter in because He wants to produce fruit through your life. Now, it's not you doing it, but I want to tell you this. There is nothing like seeing God produce fruit through your life. Having kids is the most challenging thing we have ever done. Having kids is the most rewarding thing thing God has ever done through us. And I wouldn't, I mean, not only would I tr not trade it for anything, but I, you'd have to take me down to take it away from me. I would fight with everything in me because it's such a blessing. And you know what? You're the same way. I got to be honest with you. Some of you are a mess. The good news is I'm a mess too. But I want to tell you something. Your mess is worth it. Your mess is worth it. I've never been so blessed as I have in walking with so many of you. And it's not been easy, has it? Some of you have been through some rough spots with me. And sometimes it's been my fault. Sometimes it's been your fault. But thank the Lord God cleanses us all. You are worth it. And you know what? That situation that God's asking you to enter into, that person, they're worth it. Whether they're a child, whether they're an adult, whatever, they're worth it. We all need God's grace. But we need to hear it from someone and we need to feel it through someone. That's how God wants to share it with people. You know, God could send an angel. God sometimes does that. But oftentimes instead, what God chooses to do is to use people, to use you and I. He wants to enter into you 
And He wants you to go to someone, and then He wants you to do what He says. Maybe it's showing them an, a gesture. Maybe it's speaking words. Maybe it's giving them a hug. Whatever it is, it's probably outside of your box. It's probably in that category of, that could get messy, I'll keep it at a distance. But that is where you are going to find life. So I want to encourage you, enter in. Even if it's something that you're, you're fearful about. Uh, you know, I, I, I've, I'm not going to go through it all again, but I've shared with you, you know, where God has taken us the last month or so, um, I, there were a lot of fears in my mind that said, oh, you know, here's all the ways that this could go bad. And you know what? God is giving grace and God is blessing through it. And now, oh man, I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Because God's doing something in here. And God's bringing about life that I've never experienced before. Are you feeling a little bit dead inside? Is there something in you that says, man, I just want to experience more life? That life is probably in the mess that you've got your hands held out to saying, uh-uh, it's probably in there. Lord, thank you that you didn't say no to the mess of this world and the mess of our lives. Thank you that you said yes. Lord, you didn't just do that so that we could lay down. Lord, you've made it clear in your word. You were showing us a pattern. You spoke it over and over. Unless a kernel of wheat dies, <laughs> it doesn't produce anything. But when it dies, life comes about. Lord, you've asked us to lay our life down, not so that we could just die and that be it, but so that when we die to ourself, we would say yes to you, we would experience your life, and then we would experience the joy of you singing, seeing you bring life to others through us. Lord, that's a miracle because we're a mess. But yet somehow you were so powerful, you are so good that you were able to work through us being imperfect people and you are able to bring life to others. Lord, there is nothing like that. I pray, Lord, if there's one here who's never experienced that, I pray that they would say yes to you and they would experience that. If there's one that's experienced that before, but lately, Lord, they're, they're just kind of in a rut, I pray that whatever it is they're fearful of that you are calling them to, I pray that they would fix their eyes on you and they would say yes. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.